أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد So we continue today with the uh, chapter regarding the virtues of Jumu'ah and the different uh, Sunnah acts uh, that are connected with it. And uh, we start on Sayyidina Abi Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Anna Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqala man ightasala yawm al-jumu'ati ghusl al-janabati thumma raha faka'annama qarraba budnatan. وَمَنْ رَاحَ فِي السَّاعَةِ الثَّانِيَةِ فَكَأَنَّمَا قَرَّبَ بَقَرَةً وَمَنْ رَاحَ فِي السَّاعَةِ الثَّالِثَةِ فَكَأَنَّمَا قَرَّبَ كَبْشًا أَقْرَنَا وَمَنْ رَاحَ فِي السَّاعَةِ الرَّابِعَةِ فَكَأَنَّمَا قَرَّبَ دَجَاجَةً وَمَنْ رَاحَ فِي السَّاعَةِ الْخَامِسَةِ فَكَأَنَّمَا قَرَّبَ بَيْضَةً فَإِذَا خَرَجَ الْإِمَامُ حَضَرَةِ الْمَلَائِكَةُ يَسْتَمِعُونَ الذِّكْرَ مُتَّفَقٌ عَلَيْهِ وَقَوْلُهُ غُسْلَ الْجَنَابَةِ غُسْلًا كَغُسْلَ الْجَنَابَةِ فِي الصِّفَةِ It's a hadith narrated by Sayyidina Abu Huraira رضي الله عنه in which takrar is made of the virtue of taking a bath on the day of Jumu'ah which we talked about from before and there is specification made that the sifa or the description of that bath should be the description of the bath that a person uh, takes from Janaba in order to uh, uh, lift the state of major ritual impurity from a person. So the person who makes that uh, ghusl uh, in, in the first hour, that person uh, makes that ghusl in, in the first hour and then goes to Salat al-Jumu'ah, uh, uh, that person for them uh, is the reward as if they had sacrificed a camel. So there are a number of different opinions of the 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 lexicographers about what the word budna means, um, but there is a there's a weak opinion that it may mean uh, a head of cattle. But in general, the they say that it means a, a camel, which is a major sacrifice. Um, so a person will receive the reward of having sacrificed a camel for the sake of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, uh, and then the person who uh, bathes such a bath and then uh, leaves for Jumu'ah in the second hour, um, that person uh, for them is the reward as if they had sacrificed a head of cattle, uh, thus indicating that whatever the possible uh, meaning of the word is in the dictionary, the meaning here is uh, for Budna is probably just the camel and not the cattle. Um, and then the person who uh, makes the bath in the third and then leaves for Jumu'ah in the third hour, that person receives the reward of having uh, sacrificed a, a ram, a horned ram. Uh, and then the person who bathes such and then leaves in the fourth hour, that person receives the reward of having sacrificed a chicken. And the person who uh, makes a sacrifice, uh, or sorry, who bathes and... Uh, uh, then uh, leaves in the fifth hour, uh, that person, uh, it's as if they sacrificed a just an egg. Uh, uh, and then once the imam comes out, the uh, uh, angels will enter the masjid in order to listen to the reminder, the dhikr, literally the remembrance. Um, 
and uh, Allah Ta'ala refers to the khutbah as dhikr as well. Uh, and in this is an indication that it is a it is a, a, a message that is sacred. It is a message which is uh, delivered uh, best in ritual expressions. Um, this is perhaps a ishara and a, uh, a sign as well, uh, confirming the preference for the uh, for the khutbah to be in the Arabic language, and for it to be short and sweet, and for it not to be a a, a, a platform for people to freestyle. Rather, uh, it is a platform for those values that we know are part of Islam, and those virtues that we know that are part of Islam, that they should be delivered with the two sifat that the fuqaha mentioned that constitute a valid khutbah, which is wa'ad and irshad, that there should be wa'ad in the sense that there should be some attempt to convince someone of doing something. It should be, uh, uh, it should not be expository, like uh, I've seen many khutbahs uh, are delivered with the same boring uh, delivery that a, a university lecturer would le deliver uh, lecture material, some sort of technical material, nor with the same boringness that stats and uh, facts and figures are uh, communicated uh, in a corporate setting. Rather, it should be wow, it should be persuasive. There should be there should be uh, there should be a persuasive style of delivery, and the other sifa of the khutbah uh, is that it should have irshad in it. Irshad means what? It should guide to something better. You shouldn't be persuading people about why the you know Blackhawks are a better baseball team than the Bears, but uh, uh, it should be something that has uh, 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 an element of guidance, something that will guide someone to something uh, which is better. But it transcends that. It transcends just a talk. It transcends just like a normal ban. Rather, there's a ritual significance because the angels won't come to it if it's just talk like the talk of people. Rather, there's some transcendent and nurani and ruhani, some light infused and spiritual uh, quality to that specific talk that happens in that specific ritual format on that specific day that the angels are attracted to. So, uh, you know, the first kind of low-hanging fruit from this hadith is uh, uh, reaffirming the, uh, the, the, the necessity of the bath. Not only for the reasons we mentioned last week, because everyone gathers together and you don't want to have a densely packed uh, 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 gathering in which people smell bad and bother one another, uh, but also because the ritual purity of a person uh, opens their heart and readies it for the reception of the anwar that come down and the tajalliyat and the rahmat of Allah Taala uh, uh, that come down on that on that gathering to prepare the hearts in order to drink from the the light and the mercy and the manifestations of uh, uh, God's beautiful and, and majestic attributes that come down on that on that gathering. So that's number one. The second the second low hanging fruit is what. Is it from this talk about like the different sa'at, the different hours in which a person uh, attends the Jummah? Um, the idea is there that the sunnah is to come early. And the earlier you come, the more reward you get. Now, that's something everybody agrees about. And uh, that's something that you're not going to find a difference of opinion. Although you'll find a great amount of difference of opinion as to what the word sa'ah or the word hour here means. Uh, what we know it probably doesn't mean is like 60 minutes to the T. Why? Because the Arabs were not 
rolling around with Rolexes or swatches or, you know, Apple watches or Samsung watches or whatever type of watches that we have or clocks that we have. That wasn't a thing back then. Um, rather, even if there was a definition that was working in those days that made an hour close to what we would consider like the exact 60 minutes, um, that was not, that was a usage at best was approximate by the Arabs. Uh, because it's not like they're rolling around with whatever hourglasses and things like that. Um, so the word sa'a, um, it, it can it can mean obviously it means an, precisely an hour in the modern language, but it just means an amount of time that's not super long. Uh, again, depending on what's happening, sixty minutes is a long time, and it's not a long time. If somebody told you to wait, you know, at Taco Bell for a bean burrito for sixty minutes, you'd be like, "That's a really long time." But in general, as a part of your life, it's not. It's not that long. It's just a portion of time. Uh, and so, uh, here, what it doesn't mean is the clock time uh, uh, as precisely, because that wouldn't make sense at, in, in parts of the year. Um, the uh, different aqwal of the ulama have to do with what. They have to do with, uh, you know, what are they? So one of the aqwal is that if you divide the day up into 12 portions, no matter how long or how short the day is, then um, from the time from the time of the break of dawn until uh, uh, until the uh, uh, until the time or the time the sun rises, either way, until the time is at high noon, then it would be six hours, winter or summer. So uh, there's another narration of this hadith in Nasai. Uh, here there are five different sa'at that are mentioned. There's there's a narration in the sa'i in which there's a sixth one, which is between the between the uh, uh, ram or sorry between the chicken and the egg, in which uh, it's mentioned as as if a person were to uh, um, uh, sacrifice a like a small bird, like some people eat like what pigeons and pheasants and things like that. It's smaller than a chicken, but it's bigger than a it's more valuable or bigger than an egg. So that would indicate that, that, that this is six portions of the day. Some of the ulama have had like objection with regards to this. And their objection is this is, you know, like it's not recorded as a regular practice of the fuqaha and the mashayikh of the aslaf that they would like read fajr and go to the, go to the masjid. Or they would stay in the masjid from fajr. Or they would, uh, you know, go to the masjid at the time of the salat al-duha and the beginning of it and stay in the masjid since then. There are people who do that. Uh, you'll find such people in the Haramein Sharifain. Part of the reason for doing it is just because of the difficulty of finding a place to like sit and things like that. But, uh, 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 you know, it's not a normal, it's not like a weekly practice of people. Uh, uh, not just like you and I people, but like the, the old Mashaykh, it's not their, it's not their uh, practice. And the other thing is, it's, you know, a, a normal person, uh, it's quite possible for them to come to the masjid at that time, and then they'll have to go to the bathroom and whatever, therefore, therefore nullifying them having showed up with with, with uh, uh, ghusl in the first place. So there is some, you know, I guess the, linguistically this is the, the low-hanging fruit that a person could interpret this hadith through that. Um, but there is, you know, there, there is some, some discussion with regards to whether that's what this means or it's not what it means. Uh, but that's, since this is not a fit class, um, we don't really need to go too into too much into too much detail uh, with regards to the different aqwal. Suffice to say that the point is is what the point is is that that the earlier a person comes in general, the better. There's another call, the call of Malik, for example, with regards to this, the opinion of Malik of what does this hadith mean? He means there are six there there are six, like six time portions that are from the time that the sun comes to its zawal. 
the time of high noon until the time the imam uh, uh, takes the pulpit, which is a much shorter time, and it seems more. Uh, it seems more. Uh, um, in line with the practice of our aslaf, that they would come like before the, the the you know they would come before like well before the time of the uh, the time of the first adhan. Um, uh, and in that case, uh, you see that this the you know like for example if masjid whatever has their jumat the imam comes on the on the pulpit to give the khutbah at uh, uh, for example uh, um, one thirty okay so then the six different or five different uh, 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 five different like portions of time uh, are literally five minutes apart from one another however uh, one of the sad parts uh, about I guess Juma in America is illa masha'Allah with very few exceptions. Um, if you show up on time, you'll almost be guaranteed a place in the first row. And the difference between that and between uh, 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 between being in the you know the middle of the masjid and the back of the masjid, oftentimes it's just minutes. If you just come a couple of minutes earlier, you could have had a, a place in the saf awal. So even if we were to be easy on ourselves and take the the Opinion in which it's easier to max out the entire, uh, the, sorry, the maximum reward. Still, almost nobody does it, uh, uh, and we uh, uh, we ask Allah Taala for guidance and for help. Um, but uh, 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 the point is, it is a big deal, even for just the orderliness of Jummah. Just coming a little bit earlier uh, makes a person makes a person able to have a much better place in the masjid and a much better experience in the masjid. And at any rate, whichever of the two opinions a person takes. Um, uh, um, the point is that it's better to go earlier. Uh, and then the, 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 last, the last thing that he mentions is what? He says, When the angels come, sorry, when the angels, uh, when the day of Jum'ah is there, the angels stand and they record who comes in. So there are a number of different riwayat that are, that are uh, similar to this. فَإِذَا جَلَسَ الْإِمَامُ طَوَوْ الصُّحُفْ وَجَاءُوا يَسْتَمِعُونَ الذِّكْرِ In another, another wording uh, uh, to, that, that's narrated by Muslim, that when the Imam sits on the mimbar for the adhan to be called, the uh, um, angels will close their record books and they will come in order to hear the, 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 the dhikr. So the, the, the narration we read right now, it just talks about the angels listening to the khutbah. But uh, 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 in, in the other narration, it, when, when there's mention of the books being closed, um, it indicates that somehow the, the reward of the Jumu'ah, or one part of the reward which is uh, administered through the Mala'ika, uh, that's closed for a person. So we talk about the, the validity of an act, we talk about the acceptance of the act, and we talk about the reward of an act. And they're different. They're, 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 at times they may be even disconnected to one another. That a person can do an act that's valid, but there's no reward in it. Um, what they get out of the validity is merely the bara'at al-dhimma, that they're no longer morally uh, uh, culpable for having skipped it or not do, done it. But they're not going to get any, they're not going to get reward out of it. Um, Allah sees who came to Jum'ah and who didn't. And the, the fact of the matter is, is that the obligation of Jum'ah is discharged as long as you can catch the imam. In the last ruku of the uh, of the salat, and according to the Hanafis, if you can catch the imam before the salam, but this uh, uh, reward that's administered to the angels, there are a number of rewards that are administered to the angels, that the angels Allah Taala gives them, <coughs> gives them 
this uh, ability to act as like a conduit of barakah and of nur uh, and a protection in a person. Uh, and this is, this is uh, mentioned in a number of different ahadith. Uh, it's mentioned in a number of different ahadith regarding different things. Like, for example, one of the, the things that the, uh, 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 you know, like the rewards of making zikr after the salat, right? That a person, as long as they sit after the salat, the angels, they stand and make dua for a person. Allah maghfir lahu wa Allah marhamhu. Allah forgive him. Allah have mercy on him. So what's the point of that? I mean, is there anything in it for me? So who cares if an angel makes dua for me or not? But the point of it is what? Is that Allah Ta'ala created those angels uh, sinless. Uh, and their their prayers for you, they're they're created as a means through their prayers, uh, as a means to be a means of uh, of your forgiveness and your mercy, uh, uh, and those the benefit of that forgiveness, the benefit of the mercy. You may not know when you're uh, enjoying it, but you're enjoying it uh, during your life. So there is some benefit uh, through the barakat of the angels that is missed for the person who uh, 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 for the person who. Uh, comes into the masjid after the the uh, uh, imam is uh, seated on the on the member and the member and the pulpit and there's another riwayah uh, 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 that is uh, narrated by ibn khuzaima ala kulli babin min abwab al masjid malakani yaktubani al awwal fal awwal right that the, every gate or door some masajid have more than one door that at every door of the masjid, um, Allah Ta'ala has, has uh, 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 written, uh, sorry, has commanded that two angels stand there and they write, they record who comes in. Uh, meaning that they not only record the, the, the names of those who come in, but they also record the, the uh, 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 um, they also record in order. So the person who comes earlier receives more reward and the person uh, who comes later the reward is diminished or the names are are somehow they're 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 put in order like that um, which also is a, 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 a good admonition for people to uh, come early and to get the saf awal etc uh, uh, there's another uh, narration that's in the hiliyat al awliya uh, uh, um, إذا كان يوم الجمعة بعث الله ملائكة ملائكة بصحف من نور وأقلام من نور. That when it is the day of Jumu'ah, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala dispatches angels with books of light and with pens of light. Meaning that the 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 again here the reference to nur is it's an indication of some sort of rahma or baraka. I guess nowadays because everything is digital also, so one can like understand how that's, I guess, possibly some kind of technology, but I don't think that's the, like, it doesn't impress me that the angels are recording the names on an iPad. Uh, uh, so, you know, the, the nur here, I think, is, is, is more properly referring to some sort of barakah and rahmah rather than, rather than just some tech. Uh, Ibn Khuzayma, there's another very thorough uh, narration uh, uh, that he gives So some of the angels say to the others Because they notice who's there and who's not there uh, It says That uh, who, what, what has kept so and so behind That everyone is supposed to be there at the Jumu'ah What has held up so and so 
فيقول اللهم إن كان ضالا فهديه that uh, uh, oh Allah if if so and so who was supposed to be here was isn't here if they have been misguided yeah Allah guide them and this is uh, this is also one of the, the 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 indications that what that the deen of Allah Taala is very difficult without divine help a person is not going to make it. And uh, people think that they struggle and hustle through their deen in order to make it. The fact of the matter is, is that your struggle and hustle is very little. Uh, the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam Qudsi from uh, uh, from Sahih Bukhari that if my slave comes to me a hand's breadth, I comes to come to him a cubit, and if he comes to me a cubit, I come to him an arm span, and if he comes to me walking, I come to him running. Meaning our <coughs> our effort is very little. Without that much help from Allah subhanahu wa taala, nobody's going to make it. And uh, this is one thing that it really is depressing when you see like Muslims doing stupid things. And unfortunately, like if there was ever like if we had like a century by century competition in the Ummah of like stupid Muslim tricks, uh, I'm pretty sure we'd, we'd like we'd win. It would be like n- no competition. And there's been pretty dumb stuff that's happened in the past of the Ummah. People don't read history. They think everyone in the past was pious. There's some pretty messed up like customers in the, in the past. Um, if I tell you about some of the dumb things people used to do, you'd be like, oh my goodness, thank God we're not alive at that time. But you know what, to be honest, they probably say the same thing about us too. And I slightly think that they're more correct than we are. Although there's a lot of dumb to go around, mashallah. So, uh, uh, so, so... The point is, is what people see Muslims doing stupid Muslim tricks and they get real bent out of shape. Like, oh my God, Islam is over. It's all going to collapse. All our kids are going to become, uh, you know, apostates after like 50 years. It, no. Muslims are interesting people. You see the people with the most wild and craziest of like lives and things like that. But them having said la ilaha illallah at some point in their life, having prayed at some point in their life, you know, having Muslim relatives and parents and things like that. Um, a lot of really, really weird people will make Toba before they die. Like people who don't really, you wouldn't expect it from them. And people who like genuinely, you would like the thought crosses the mind, they really don't deserve this. But still they make Toba before they die. And that's all I see when I see someone like, you know, uh, uh, who is just like a, a hyper foregone case of like whatever. I'm like, inshallah, this person, you, you know, something will catch up with them. They'll, they'll make Toba before they die. Who's going to over, overwhelm the, the deen of Allah Ta'ala? Who's going to overwhelm the haqq? Uh, so uh, this is this is another like you know it's a, a small piece of hope for for such people as well that the angels notice who's supposed to, they know who's supposed to be here and who's not and uh, um, they say what has held up so and so but they're not being like judgmental it's not like church lady uh, 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 but but for those of you who are familiar with the work of Dana Carvey uh, 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 it's not church it's not church lady what what is it it's out of concern that so and so should be here they see the Anwar being being uh, coming down on this majma and they see them being distributed between the believers and they say so and so could really use this they should be here so allahumma in kana dalan fahdihi oh allah if, if if he's misguided then then guide him in kana faqiran faghni and if he's if his poverty has prevented him from coming there are people like that i mean like you'll see like weird like Miskeen people like come come to this country, no language, no skills, no nothing, and they like end up working at a Seven Eleven, you know, uh, uh, like seven days a week, uh, uh, you know, for like twenty years, uh, at Dunkin' Donuts for seven days a week for twenty years or something like that, you know, uh, and worse yet, they'll get like a promotion, and that's like the only job that they could ever have that they can make a decent living. They don't want to give it up just to go to Jama'ah, uh, 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 um, or for other things as well. So many times, like you know, I I, I remember 
so many times, like I've been traveling at an airport or whatever, and you'll see someone will say salam to you, and you're like, wow, this guy should be at Jum'ah, like, you know, in the hour of Jum'ah. Uh, um, you remember, kid, Abdullah, you remember you guys, one, you guys remember one time you guys prayed Taraweeh and Baba took you to Dunkin' Donuts, and the guy in the Dunkin' Donuts is like, did you all come from Taraweeh? And I said, yeah. And then he became so happy, he just gave us like a free box of donuts. You remember that? The bichara, the question arises, why is he happy that you guys went to Taraweeh? If he loves Taraweeh so much that he give us a box of donuts because you guys went, don't you think he'd like to go? Right? So people have weird circumstances, they can't go. Some of them have love like that. Some of them completely forget after some time. They harden their heart. They're like, oh, well, you know, so Islam stuff is not really that big of a deal. Not necessarily because they really believe that, but because like... It's too much for them to deal with the fact that like, oh, this is the hour I should be sitting in, in the masjid and like, you know, which is dumb. Don't ever do that. Like if you can't, if you can, or even if you don't want to for any reason ever like practice the deen, uh, uh, don't be like, oh, this is not good. Just say it's good. I'm not doing it right now. There's a lot of, there's a lot of secret tied up in that. That, that in and of itself is like a, a, a great station of, 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 of ma'rifah and the gnosis of Allah Ta'ala just to know what's good is good and not to deny it. But at any rate, there are a lot of people, the angels are like, look, if Allah, if he's, uh, uh, if he's misguided, then guide him. And if he's so broke, he can't make the Jummah, ya Allah, give him more. Uh, 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 you know, make him, make him free of need uh, uh, for, for the money that, that, that or for the, the, the provision that he needs that's, that's holding him back from Jummah. And if he's sick, if he's sick in any way, in the body, in the mind, whatever it is, if he's sick, uh, uh, then, then, then cure him from his, uh, uh, from his sickness. And so hadith is muttafaqun alayh, both narrated by Bukhari and Muslim, uh, Abu Dawood, Tirmidhi, and Nasa'i, Ibn Hibban, uh, 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 and all of them narrated from Sayyidina Abu Hurairah radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Ma'anhu radiallahu anhu. أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ذكر يوم الجمعة فقال فيها ساعة لا يوافقها عبد مسلم وهو قائم يصلي يسأل الله شيئا إلا أعطاه إياه وأشار بيده يقللها متفق عليه سيدنا أبو هريرة رضي الله تعالى عنه uh, uh, narrates that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam he once mentioned Yom al-Jumu'ah and he uh, uh, mentioned that in it is a sa'a again a portion of time um, not necessarily 60 minutes uh, and as you'll see from the from the rest of the matan of the hadith that it's it's by the context it's obviously not 60 minutes it said that there is there is a uh, a, a portion of time in Jumu'ah um, that uh, 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 <coughs> a Muslim a, a slave in the uh, state of submission to Allah Taala will not f will not uh, 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 find that state or be in harmony with that be in harmony with that 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 amount of time uh, while they are standing praying asking Allah Taala for something except for Allah will give it to him. And he he made a uh, um, a gesture with his hand as if to indicate it's a very small amount of time, as if it's a very small amount of time. So uh, uh, this is a hadith of uh, this is a hadith that that is very important. Um, and uh, uh, you know the ulama they mention 
a number of issues that is you know that that they had differences of opinion about. So is it every Jumu'ah or is it a Jumu'ah in the year? Is it uh, 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 a time uh, 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 that is known or is it unknown, hidden like Laylatul Qadr? Uh, is it a time that uh, moves, uh, like it changes, switches up every Jumu'ah or not? Uh, um, there's a number of different things. Basically, the summary of all of it is that that uh, uh, there are 25 different aqwal al-ulama about what this, what the reality of this this sa'atul ijaba is. This time of, of the prayers being answered. Uh, Aisha, Maryam, where tum log jana? Iske parde ki aage baato. Maryam, tum bhi. No, it's all good. Amina Fatima, your Baba is saying the same thing too. Come. Mashallah. I'm so proud of you guys. You guys came to Dars today, mashallah. Come, you guys sit in the in, in, in front of the screen too. Mashallah. <laughs> so the uh, 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 the 25 different opinions with regards to this, it's a bit overwhelming at first. Uh, however, mashallah, uh, the Sufi has like a way of dealing with all of this. It's no problem. It's not a big deal. If you don't know what time it is, Sufi has a way of dealing with all of these things. So I'll give you an example. Okay, My sheikh, he told me, he says, I know you're going to America. Nobody prays five times a day in the masjid over there. Uh, uh, <laughs> he goes, you guys live so far away from the masjid. I hear whatever people, people come and go and say. So he says, at least try to pray Maghrib and Isha in the masjid. Uh, and, and, and he says, that way, Laylatul Qadr could be any day of the year. If you pray Maghrib and Isha in the masjid, you know, and you make sure to get Laylatul Qadr, then you're going to hit the jackpot one way or the other and you'll be covered. So according to that line of thinking, which is how Sufi thinks, right? It's by any means necessary. Everybody is like, everybody wants to like, you know, you know, some not, not job shot up a masjid. So everybody wants to go and buy a gun now, which is wonderful. Like I, you know, I'm not even particularly against it in, in the case of like those people who have like, you know, basic common sense, gun safety, you know, good, good aim and like, you know, whatever. I'm in, in some way, I'm not like, you know, absolutely deprecating it. But what's the, what's the idea by any means necessary, right? Like I'm not going to let someone come and shoot up my, you know, shoot up my masjid. Good for you. Don't. But uh, uh, this is uh, this is also uh, when it comes to your deen, this is a thing as well that uh, you don't know what time what what the hour is going to be in Jumu'ah. No problem. We're just going to like make sure to do the whole day properly, um, and we're going to look at the different aqwal the ulama and see what are the possibilities the the greater possibilities, and we're gonna we're gonna um, we're gonna focus in and zoom in on those. And make sure not to waste them. Why? Because if you catch it one Jumu'ah even in the year, uh, then then that's it. You know, that's the way. That's the way this thing works. Is the person who catches the fadl of Allah Taala, the phase of Allah Taala, uh, uh, that person, uh, you know, all of their problems are solved in one, you know, uh, in, in in one instant, and uh, uh, they're switched for, for solutions. In fact. They're not just solved, they're switched for solutions. The fadl of Allah Ta'ala, how does it work? I was looking up, uh, uh, I, was, I was looking up the, uh, the athar for the, um, the bayan in, in Minneapolis about the shafa'ah. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there's a bunch of uh, just athar regarding Yom Qiyamah. And so there's one of, the, one of them is that there will be a person who goes to hell, the hellfire for some time. And after burning for a while, they'll be pulled out. 
And then, then Allah Ta'ala will start asking him, did you do such and such thing? Did you do such and such thing? Did you do such and such thing? And Allah Ta'ala will pick like small, his small sins, small, relatively smaller sins, and not mention the big ones. And uh, uh, he'll admit, like, you know, very brokenheartedly admit all of them and things like that. And he'll be put through this, like, really harrowing, you know, whatever, questioning. And then at the end of it, Allah Ta'ala will say, uh, uh, I forgave you your sins. And I, re I, I exchanged in their place uh, 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 good deeds and reward. And, uh, and, and through that, you'll, through my mercy, because I did that for you, you'll reach a maqam in Jannah. And so then the person will be like, yeah, Allah, I did this and that also. He'll <laughs> start to confess his, the sins he wasn't asked about, the big ones that he did. <laughs> so so this, is, this, is, this, is, this, is, this is part of the, the, the understanding of the, 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 the person who's a true uh, traveler on the path, is that when you hit the, the jackpot, it's going to be big. So if, if Allah sees you and you, you see him, Right to worship Allah as if you see Him, and if not, at least to know that He sees you. If Allah sees you and you see Him, and He were imagine you were to like literally have like a phone conversation or text WhatsApp back and forth with one another, that uh, 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 that this is going to happen at some point. This is going to happen. Okay, what are you going to be like? Can you tell me the exact day? Because I'm busy with other stuff. No, the adab of the phase is that you should come to the table before the dinner is served, and not the other way around. Uh, the adab of phase is what is that you should be ready for it. You should be prepared for it. That's how how it seem, It's it's worthy that the slave received the 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 phase from the master, uh, 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 not the other way around. Not the other way around. Because if you're the one saying, "Hey, give it to me now," and like you make ta'in of it, then it's no longer. It's it, it, what what should be a a a, 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 a an event which should engender shukr and thankfulness in in, in a person turns into a, a, a show of like brattiness in front of the Lord. Uh, and that's not, that's not right. So this is why this is, why this is a, 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 you know, this, this talk about the, 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 the hour of acceptance in uh, Jumu'ah, like the Laylatul Qadr, like a lot of things like this. It's mubham shay'am ma. It's like somewhat hidden. Maybe some people through spiritual intuition know about it. Some people don't. Maybe they don't at all. Allah, Allah knows best. I'm not going to uh, say anything about that. But the point is, is that, there, that, that, that there's an adab to that you should, you know, you should prepare yourself. You should make wudu. You should be in your nice clothes. You should show up to receive the, the phase. And, and it happens on Allah Ta'ala's terms, even though he's even giving you, dropping you a hint of when it is, where it is, etc., etc. Uh, so the last uh, hadith of the bab. And Abi Burda Tabni, Abi Musa al-Ash'ariyi radiyallahu ta'ala anhu, قال قال عبد الله بن عمر رضي الله عنهما سمعت أباك يحدث عن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم في شأن ساعة الجمعة قال قلت نعم سمعته يقول سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول هي ما بين أن يجلس الإمام إلى أن تقضى الصلاة رواه مسلم sorry there's one more hadith in the bab so Abu Burda uh, ibn uh, Abi Musa al-Ash'ari radiyallahu anhu wa rahimahullah ta'ala He said that once Abdullah bin Umar radiyallahu anhu asked me Did you hear your father uh, Abu Musa al-Ash'ari radiyallahu anhu Did you ever hear your father um, tell you anything from the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam With regards to the affair of the hour of Jumu'ah Meaning the hour of the, the, in which prayers are answered 
Um, he replied to him, yes, uh, I heard him say, I heard the Messenger of Allah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam say uh, that it is between when the Imam sits on the, uh, 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 on the pulpit until the time that the uh, Salat is finished. Uh, and this is, uh, 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 this is uh, I guess, uh, one of the reasons why it's good to be there for the entire khutbah. Uh, because what? When's, when are you going to have a chance to make dua? It's going to be during the khutbah, right? It's going to be when the imam is sitting. It's going to be uh, when the uh, 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 imam sits between the two khutbahs then. That's another ch- time to uh, make dua to Allah Ta'ala. It's going to be in the khutbah. Oftentimes the imam makes dua in the khutbah as well. Uh, um, that that a person should uh, want to be there uh, for it. Wallahu alam. Wa an Osin ibn Osin, radiyallahu anhu, qala qala Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, inna min afdali ayyamikum yom al-jumu'ati fa akthiru alayya min as-salati fihi fa inna salatakum ma'arudatun alayhi. Rawahu Abu Dawood bi isnadin sahih. Uh, Os bin Os, who is uh, a Thaqafi, he is from the, the people of Ta'if. Uh, um, <clears throat> he, uh, 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 he narrates that the Messenger of Allah وسلم, said that uh, from the best of your days or the most virtuous of your days is the day of Jumu'ah. Uh, so make sure to make plentiful, uh, send plentiful salat and salam upon me. Uh, make your durood and say your salat and salam and peace and blessings on the on, on me on that day uh, because your uh, salat will be uh, uh, it is it is shown to me um, and so the uh, you know the, the ishkal comes at all of the uh, everyone who says salat and salam to the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he hears it. Uh, um, Hafiz ibn Hajar al-Haytami uh, Sorry, not uh, ibn Hajar al-Haytami who is the, uh, He is a great muhaddith And also a muhaqqiq of the Shafi'i Madhab After Nabawi, he's the one who sorts Basically and makes tarjih of the aqwal uh, 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 Of the Shafi'i Madhab So he's a very big name And he's a great muhaddith of, of Makkah Mukarrama And he's also the ustad of the Sahib Dalil al-Falihin Dalil al-Falihin is written by Ibn Allan uh, uh, and so Ibn Hajar Haytami is his Ustad uh, As well as Ustad of Mullah Ali Al-Qari uh, 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 His most famous Ustad in Hadith Wallahu a'ala, I'm sure some of the ulama will disagree about that But he's, he's pretty big time, he's a pretty big time Sheikh uh, So he made Tasrih uh, 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 He said that, uh, he said that, he says that He says, Yawm al-Jumu'ati ka ghayrihi Fi anna nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Yasma'u bi udhunayhi As-salata alayhi in kanat bi hadratihi bayna yadayhi. Wa illa fatablughuhu al-malaikatu, fatuballuhu afan al-malaikatu iyaha. So he says that, he says that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the person who sends salat and salam to him, at the muwajaha sharifa in Medina Munawwara, he hears the salat and salam himself personally without without means without any means in the in the middle and for those who don't give the salam they're present with him in medina then the angels will the angels will convey it to him uh, uh um and there's a whole then discussion with regards to 
uh, uh, regards to what does that mean, meaning like the, the which one does he hear uh, uh, from our akabir, from our akabir, mashayf, and our ulama. There are those who say that that includes the entire the entire masjid masjid Nabawi of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And the reason I mention this is because uh, the presence of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is a place that a person has to have adab, and it's very dangerous for a person to lose adab over there. Perhaps even more dangerous than anywhere else, including the masjid uh, masjid masjid haram. Uh, uh, and uh, it's explicitly mentioned that raising your voice in that place is a reason for all of the, the, the reward for your for good deeds being invalidated. invalidated. Uh, you, wouldn't even, you wouldn't be aware of it. So in that sense, this is a, a, a not a complete, but a partial mushabaha with kufr. That if a person commits kufr, one of the problems with that is that it invalidates the the, the reward of the, the, the good deeds that a person does from before. So it's very dangerous. The reason I mention this is that sometimes, like for example, okay, if, uh, you know, if, uh, if uh, 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 Abdullah was going through Muajah Sharifa, he's a relatively normal looking guy, right? N- not, you know, people wouldn't notice him from the next guy maybe, you know? Whereas if I'm wearing my turban and I walk through, they're like, this guy's like, this guy must be Bid'ah Central. I know this guy is like making tawaf around a grave somewhere or another in the world, right? So they get up on you. And they'll cause a fight and a ruckus and a commotion, and that's that's uh, uh, that's bad in the sense that that person will start a ruckus and commotion, and you don't want to be responsible for their for their sinking their own good deeds, and you don't want them to to, to bait you into getting into it with them, because once you get into it with them, you're just as bad as they are, and uh, uh, um, and I've been told this, you know, this is not a sectarian. Uh, uh, jab at like you know Salafis or whatever you know what I mean I've been told by a number of students of knowledge and a number of scholars as well that uh, that they say that those people are you know they're not the most learned of people standing there and oftentimes they behave really poorly so this is just it's just it is what it is and if there are some that are there that are doing a bang up job Allah Ta'ala reward them but like you know people have had this uh, experience with people who are just like rude or they'll say racist comments or they'll say something stupid like at that point and you don't want to get into it with them so if that's you then when you go to uh, uh, when you go to the holy places then make sure to say salam from a distance inshallah even if you have to stand outside the walls or if you have to uh, uh, sit in a different place in the masjid uh, undoubtedly that's the most uh, the most virtuous and the afdal place to do it but it's not worth it worth it to mix it up with them unless the person have this thing like FOMO like weird religious FOMO like if I don't get up into the thing and I don't like say what I need to say up right up in the jal and like you know grab the gates and you know scream Ya Rasulullah or whatever then like somehow like some zulm has been done for, done to me that's not how our mashayf and our akabir used to used to do this Hazrat Madani rahimahullah ta'ala Sayyid Hussein Ahmed Madani rahimahullah ta'ala who used to who used to teach in the Masjid of the Prophet sallallahu during the Ottoman times when the bid'ah police was, you know, was not like as you know gung ho as they are uh, in, in in later decades, <clears throat> he uh, uh, he used to he used to say salam from the back row, out of his out of his shame in front of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Uh, what exactly he has to be shamed about doesn't really register with me, uh, 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 you know, given that they mashallah were the heroes of this ummah and constantly planning and and, and plotting in order to. Uh, uh, you know, in order to make the rectific- rectification of the ummah and, and that it should get the upper hand. And Allah gave them so much tawfiq uh, and they really were the Ahlullah. But this is a kafiyah that comes over a person that, uh, 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 that, uh, that they, uh, you know, that they don't come and push themselves forward. 
and there's more beauty in that sometimes, you know, there's a type of ugliness and kind of constantly trying to be push yourself forward all the time. Um, and there's a time and place to push yourself forward, but it's the exception, not the rule. So, uh, you know, don't feel like you're, you're getting cheated out at anything or that, you know, you should, you know, you're, you should demand your money back for your Umrah or whatever, uh, uh for your Ziyarah, the Medina Munawara. This is, this, uh, the whole, you should keep it in mind, especially if you're a person who knows that that could go wrong somehow. That just stay, you know, or go through say your salam quickly when you when you walk through the line, and then the rest of the lengthy whatever uh, things salat and salam you would like to say, you just find a quiet place in the masjid and face the 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 maqam of the messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and say it from there, and he'll hear inshallah, uh, and Allah hears everywhere anyway, which is which is the the most important of things. Uh, but a person wishes that the Rasul sallallahu alaihi wasallam, out of the love that's part of iman, that he should hear without. That he should hear without uh, uh, a a medium, and that he should respond uh, directly to you while you're there, and this is a cause of happiness for the believers. The hadith of the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam: Whoever visits me, uh, uh, then that person uh, uh, that person it becomes incumbent for them my shafa'ah, my intercession, which is sufficient for a person to wish to visit Medina Munawwara. In that sense, it could be even more beneficial to a person than the Hajj itself. Uh, um, and definitely than the Umrah uh, for those who are it's not not a far the Umrah. No, he writes this by the way. No, he writes that that uh, uh, that the visiting of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is the most the the most uh, uh, act act most worthy of reward after the faraid, after the the the, the faraid. If a person does it properly, uh, it's the most worthy of acts. Interestingly enough, that it, those lines apparently were cut out of like the. You know, government-funded editions of different kingdoms from the Muslim world. Eh. You win some, you lose some. What are you going to do about it? Uh, uh, but the point is, well, no one cut it out from here, so we mentioned it here, right? Uh, um, so Allah Taala, and this occurs to me that there's a number of people who actually come to this dars regularly who are in Umrah right now. Uh, so inshallah, if they listen from the whatever while they're on an airplane or on a bus or something like that, they can remember this as well. Allah Ta'ala give everyone so much tawfiq. Wa sallallahu ta'ala wa rasulihi Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.